Blog Talk Radio. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and never had it so good gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Well, we thank God that the Bible is right. The Bible is right. Amen. Glory to God. We thank God for that. Glory to God. Well, beloved, we're in Proverbs 21.17. Proverbs 21.17. And I'm reading in the Protestant Bible, the King James Bible. I mentioned Protestant Bible because now there's a movement that's raising up that is reading the what essentially is the Catholic Bible, the um, that includes six additional books that aren't in the Protestant Bible. So we're reading the King James Protestant from the King James Protestant Bible. Amen. We're in Proverbs twenty-one seven, and this is a little hard in the King James. It says, quote, the robbery of the wicked shall destroy them because they refuse to do judgment, unquote. The robbery of the wicked shall destroy them. Glory to God. And then we get some insight when we read the Tanakh, and it says the violence of the wicked sweeps them away, for they refuse to act justly. It gets a little clearer into the, in the Today's Living Bible, and it says, because the wicked are unfair, their violence boomerangs and destroys them. Their violence destroys them. And boy, we're going to see that that's so. And then in the Positive Thinking Bible, it says, you destroy yourself by being cruel and violent and refusing to live right. Of course, that's to the that's to the kingdom of darkness. Uh, 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 citizens of the kingdom of darkness, they refuse to live right, and because they refuse to live right, they destroy themselves. We see that, beloved. A good example of that. A good example of that is in Proverbs, the first chapter, the tenth verse. Proverbs, the first chapter, the 10th verse, and the 10th verse starts off by saying, and I I read this two days ago, because today's the third, on the first, I read the first chapter, like you do. It says, my son, where, where are you, pastor? I'm in the book of Proverbs. I'm in the first chapter. I'm reading the 10th verse. My son... If sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, 
How are they going to, what is their approach going to be to tempt you to do something? They will say to you, they will talk to you. If they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood. Let us look privily for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up, alive as the grave and whole as those that go down into the pit. We shall find all precious substance. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in their lot among us. Let us all have one purse. What are they saying? What they're saying in effect is crime pays, and we're going to get all precious spoil. And if you, you ca- if you cash your lot in with us, we're going to divide it up equally. We're going to divide the spoils of crime up equally. But what does God say? In the 15th verse, he says, my son or daughter, walk not thou in the way with them. It says don't walk with them. Amen. A lot of people talk, but in order to do evil, you got to actually begin. You have to do it. Amen. And what this is saying, that word walk, that's saying don't do it. My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path. For their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the the net is spread in the sight of any bird. Listen to this 18th verse. Listen to this 18th verse. This teaches a powerful concept. It says, people who do, do wickedness and crime, it says the 18th verse, and they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privily for their own lives. You see that? What that's saying is that sin takes your life. See, they thought they thought within themselves because they're 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 children of the devil. They live in the kingdom of darkness. They have no understanding. And so without knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, they think that they're going to rob someone else and it's going to bring them advantage. But the Bible sheds light on the truth. And, it, and the Bible says that what's actually happening is they're laying wait for their own blood and they lurk privily for their own lives. What that means? That means sin takes away your life. And see, beloved, we have so much freedom in Christ Jesus and so much we walk and so much divine favor and grace and victory. And some people think, some saints of God think that, oh, I have all of this grace. God forgives and his mercy endures forever. And I can just go out there and sin, sin, sin. But what does this scripture tell us? It tells us that when you sin, you open up a door for the enemy, and he comes in and destroys your life. It's your When you sin, it's your life that's destroyed. Amen? Glory to God. That's why the Bible, you know the Bible tells us that all things are lawful unto us? Yeah, all things are lawful unto us, but all things are not expedient. All things are not, uh, 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 do not edify and bless us. Amen. Glory to God. And so glory to God. We find out from scripture and that's a powerful concept to realize 
that while we have freedom, we have freedom in Christ Jesus is spoken of as the riches in Christ, the riches and the freedom in Christ. And it even says in the word of God, don't be entangled again in the yoke of bondage. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. The law, don't be entangled in the law again, because the letter spirit maketh alive. Amen. We are free. Glory to God. And we enjoy our freedom. But we also understand, but some people who don't have a proper understanding think that, oh, we're free, so I can run out and sin. (laughs) You don't understand that the spiritual warfare side of our walk. Because if you go out and sin, what did these verses say in that first chapter of Proverbs? They lurk privily for their own lives. Sin takes away your own life. Amen? And when you discover that, You say, oh, wow, I'm free to have fun and to go out and enjoy life and enjoy all the things that God's created. But I have to be careful. Amen. Glory to God. I don't want to destroy myself. Amen. I don't want to open up a door to the enemy. There is a a moral principle at work in this universe that guarantees that violence and wickedness and injustice will never escape being punished, unpunished. Never. For those things, there's absolute punishment. And let's look at some of these principles that's laid down where you see people think, oh, oh, particularly people in the world, they think I can do what I want to do. You can't tell me what to do. I can do what I want to do. Amen? Glory to God. But the Bible doesn't teach that. The Bible teaches, oh, there's some things that you cannot do. Yes, glory to God. We have freedom in Christ. Glory to God. And I'd like to think that this is, doesn't uh, uh, pertain to us because we know better. Amen. We have the light of God's word and we have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us. So we're blessed. Amen. Glory to God. We're blessed and learn from the scriptures and from God himself. We know better. Amen. But let's look at some of these principles that that uh, that draw the line. Amen. God draws a line. And we first start off. Remember, it says. It says, because the wicked are unfair into today's living Bible, uh, their violence boomerang and destroys them. Their violence destroys them. That's the principle. When you go to Genesis 9, when you go to Genesis 9, uh, verse 5 and 6, and it says, God says, and surely your blood of your lives will I require at the hand of every beast will I require it, and at the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother will I require the life of man. Whoso sheddeth man's blood, that means whoever, police, gangs, uh, uh, brothers, sisters, adversaries, foreigners, uh, uh, citizens, uh, male, female, I don't care who it is. It says, whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. Now, in the old days, people feared this verse so much 
They feared this verse so much that executioners, they would, all, they would uh, also wear masks over their face. They put a black hood over their face because they didn't want to be identified as shedding blood. Even though it might be a, a, a legal execution, they still didn't want to be identified as the person shedding the blood. And then th- there was the tradition of if you were an executioner because they feared this verse. This verse says, whoso, whoso. It doesn't say if you're a government employee, if you're on a legal firing squad, if you're a legal executioner. It don't say that. It says, whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. Man was made in God. See, that's why every man on the earth is to be res- to respect other men. Why? Because they were created in the image of God. And God says that any if their blood is shed, it will be required of his hands and that your blood will be shed by man. And people so feared this that there was a time when legal executioners in prisons, they were paid much more money. Why? Because ordinary people would decline becoming an executioner. They, they feared this verse right here. They knew this verse doesn't excuse executioners. And I don't want that person's blood on my hands. And God says, if I shed the blood, then he's going to deal with me. So you can keep your job. But that's why governments for the longest time, they would pay executioners a, a gigantic amount of more money because folks were afraid of God and what he said in his word. Now, as time went on, people didn't read the word like before and it's kind of past that they don't even read it executioners don't they probably don't even know this verse now amen glory to god children of god know this verse but regular people out in out in the world they don't know that verse amen glory to god but people were where they were afraid of god because god said wait a minute man was created in my image and and I don't even, I, I've ordained that beasts were supposed to, be, animals are supposed to be afraid of man and not attack man. Why do you think a lot of animals run away from you? Because you're so swell? No, God put it in animals' hearts to be afraid of man. And when you have a dog or something like that, that isn't afraid of man, is going to attack him, that dog there's something that's happened to that dog. He's either rabied or or something's happened to that dog to, to overrule the instinct that God put in him to naturally, normally avoid man and not attack man. When an animal attacks man, you say, well, lions and all that attack. Yeah, something is, something is up with them. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. They're supposed to be attacking animals, not men. Amen. Glory to God, because God's principles and God's laws are powerful in the earth. Amen. Glory to God. Then we go to Genesis 37:22, And men understood this. Men understood God's law and feared it. Look at Genesis uh, 37, 22. 
uh, I'm in Exodus 37. <laughs> Let me turn back to Genesis. Let me turn back to Genesis 37. Wow, how'd that happen? Hold on just a second here. Hold on. Hold on. 37, 22. Okay. And Reuben said unto them, Shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness, and lay no hand upon him. Who was Reuben talking about? That was when the brothers, the other 11 brothers came against Joseph. And uh, because Joseph had the robe of many colors, they were, uh, a spirit of, of jealousy and envy came on them. And in the might of that spirit, they decided they were going to destroy Joseph. But Reuben said, shed no blood, shed no blood, throw him in the pit. You can throw him in the pit. You can sell him to the Ishmaelites. You can tie him up, but shed no blood. See, people understood. You shed blood, you do violence, uh, uh, blood will be shed from you in violence. Amen? Glory to God. Let's go to Exodus 22, 2. 22, now I am in Exodus. 22, 2. If a thief be found breaking up and be smitten that he die, there shall no blood be shed for him. What is this saying? God made exception to the rule that if somebody was in sin and they were doing absolutely what, what is against God's law, God said, thou shall not steal. And this person uh, goes against God's law and steals, amen, and that person gets smitten and they die. The Bible says that th- that blood won't be against the person. Amen. It won't be against the person that smited them. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's go to Numbers 35, the book of Numbers, chapter 35, verse 29. Um, Numbers 35, 29. So these things shall be for a statute of judgment unto you throughout your generations and all your dwellings. Whoso killeth any person, the murderer shall be put to death by the mouth of witnesses, but one witness shall not testify against any person to cause him to die. What is this saying? God once again says that if if whoso killeth any person, the murderer shall be put to death. You know, the Bible the Bible talks about um, uh, uh, capital punishment. The Bible says ca- there is to be capital punishment, and that if someone murders someone, their life is to be taken. Look at verse 33. So ye shall not pollute the land wherein ye are. For blood it defileth the land, and the land cannot be cleansed of the blood. That is shed therein, but by the blood of him that shed it. Amen. Glory to God. The Bible says, glory to God, that in 34, that verse says, Defile not therefore the land which ye shall inhabit, wherein I dwell. For I, the Lord, dwell among the children of Israel. And we're spiritual Israel. 
Amen. And because we have the word of God, we know thou shalt not kill. Or Jesus defined it in the New Testament, thou shalt do no murder. Amen. Glory to God. When there is a line, glory to God, that God establishes in the in the universe, there are moral principles at work in this universe. And 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 amongst one of them that I just got through mentioning is that thou shall not kill. Amen. And that if you do that glory to God, you go against God's law, and you're going to pay for it. Amen? You're going to pay for it. Look at Deuteronomy 19. Deuteronomy 19.8. Deuteronomy 19.8 says, And if the Lord thy God enlarge thy coast as he has sworn unto thy fathers, and give thee all the land which he promised to give unto thy fathers, if thou shalt keep all these commandments to do them, which I command you this be this day to love the God, to love thy God and to walk ever in His ways. Then thou shalt add three cities more to these. Am I in Deuteronomy nineteen eight? I sure am. Uh, these that innocent blood be not shed in thy land, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance, and so blood be upon it. God said, in the land that I'm going to give you, do not shed innocent blood. Why? Because innocent blood defiles the land. Innocent blood defiles the land. See, when people say, come on, let's, we're going to go and do this. We're going to go and do that. Let's get this person. Let's get that person. No, that thing destroys you. Thing destroys you. Powerful principles God put in the earth. Amen. He knew exactly what he was doing. Glory to God. God knew exactly what he was doing. Glory to God. And then let's go to Isaiah 59. And we're going to go back to Proverbs, but let's go to Isaiah 59. Glory to God. 59. Um, It says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, neither is his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies, your tongue hath murdered, uh, have muttered perverseness. Amen. And then 7 and 8, verse 7 and 8. Their feet run to evil. They make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their past. The way of peace they have not, and there is no judgment in their going. They have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. People that do these things shall not know peace. Amen. And then let's go back to Proverbs 6.17. Back to 6.17. Talking about, talking about because the the violence of the wicked sweeps them away. Proverbs 21.7 in the Tanakh says. Proverbs 6.17. Let's go back to 6.17. Glory to God. I want to show you some more. Glory to God. Glory to God. Proverbs 6:17 says, 
It talks about the six things, well, 616. These six things does the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. The Bible says they that shed innocent blood, the Lord hates it. The Lord hates it when innocent blood is shed. So somebody walking across the street and gang member or or citizen or whoever it might be sheds innocent blood, the Bible says that God hates it. And then in Proverbs 11.27, I'm sorry, 11.21, God says, though hand join in hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished. The seed of the righteous shall be delivered. But God says, though, though hand join in hand to try to unite and stop God's punishment, though hand join in hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished. People who do such things shall not be un- unpunished. Amen. And then in Proverbs twenty-eight seventeen. In Proverbs twenty-eight seventeen, glory to God. It says. Listen to this, saints of God. Remember when we read in Proverbs, in the first chapter, it said that people would come and say, oh, come with us. Let us let us rob these people. We'll all pitch in. We'll all get money. We'll all have plenty. We'll, 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 we'll uh, split up the spoil amongst ourselves. We'll be rich uh, stealing and robbing from these people. L- listen to Proverbs 28:17. A man that doeth violence to the blood of any person shall flee to the pit. Let no man stay him. Amen. That's why we're, see, we're children of God. So we know better. Amen. Glory to God. People in the kingdom of darkness, they don't understand. They don't know that a man that doeth violence to the blood of any person, any person, a handmaid, a young man, an old man, a gray-haired man, the lady with the Social Security tra- tra- check trying to go to the bank and the gang grab her and beat her up and take her money. Amen? The Bible says, a man that doeth violence to the blood of any person shall flee to the pit, shall flee to the pit, let no man stay in. See, that's why not only do we obey God's laws because we love him, and because he's so wonderful, you want to obey God because you found out he's so, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So we don't mind doing the right thing. But see, people in walking in darkness, they think it's an advantagement to do the wrong thing. They actually believe in their ignorance that crime pays, not knowing that the Bible says you do violence to somebody, you're going to flee to the pit. You're going to the pit. Amen? And see, they don't know it. That's the reason why they do it. But our eyes are open. We're blessed to have the Word of God. And the Word of God is a light unto our path. Amen? And a lamp unto our feet. Amen? Glory to God. And so we avoid all these pitfalls and things. And that's why God tells us to walk in love and we can walk in love. Amen? Because we find out in the Bible that Eve was the mother of all men, amen, and we don't walk around with it. In fact, we're so busy thinking about God and the things of God, 
that we're just happy, 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 happy. We're living our lives, amen? We're not walking around with hatred and anger and bitterness. And I mean, sometimes I go to stores and you see young people and they have a, a deep frown on their face. They look so angry. They, they're just angry, angry. And, you know, your heart goes out to them because, you know, that ain't necessary. You're angry because you don't understand. You have no understanding. You're walking in darkness. Now, think about this. How far do you think a person is going to get? Imagine a room, and it's pitch black, 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 pitch black, black, black. And you trying to, a person's in that room, a great big room as big as a gym, and that person's going to try to walk in darkness. How far are they going to get before they stumble over something or bang into something? Amen? And yet, that's exactly what the people in the world are trying to do. They're in darkness. The Bible even says the blind is leading the blind, and both of them fall into the ditch. They don't see. Amen? And so they think it's advantage to do sin. Oh, let's do sin. Amen? Not knowing. The Bible says when you sin, it takes your life. Amen? It takes your life. Now, see, people don't understand. Well, don't take my life. I did sin, and I'm still walking around. You you got the world's definition of, of, of death and separation. Amen? But death in the Bible is separation. You do sin, it separates you from the sweet communion with God. It separates you from hearing his voice. It separates you from enjoying the things in Christ Jesus the wonderful things in Christ, the riches in Christ Jesus. Amen? That separates you, and it opens up a door for the enemy, if you're sinning, to come in and just tear up your life. Amen? And so we avoid all those things. Why? Because we have the Word of God. The Bible is right, and we have the Word of God, and we know the truth. So we walk in uprightness, and we do the things that please God. Amen? And therefore, because we have Glory to God, all kinds of divine favor on our life. We get the victory every day, amen? But the wicked go down in the pit, amen? And they're destroyed for their wickedness. Well, I'm out of town, out of time. The Bible has the answers. I love you in Jesus Christ. We askew sin and avoid sin because we don't want the enemy to come in and destroy our lives. God bless you. I love you. See you next week. Bye-bye. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m. Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m. and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Oh, 